Welcome to the Happy Healthy Girl podcast, a podcast about growing into our greatest potential, creating an abundance of happiness, and truly thriving in all areas of our lives. I'm your host, Caitlin. Let's jump in. Okay, welcome. So we are right now, we have Jana, who is super amazing. I came across her on Instagram and I just like completely fell in love with her energy. Like I loved everything she stood for and I was like, I need to be this girl's friend. And then I was like, you know what? I need to do more. I need to like bring her onto the IGTV and bring her onto our podcast. Um, so I'm gonna give her um, a few minutes to kind of tell us about herself, but she is so cool. And I'm really excited that you agreed to be on our podcast and IGTV. So just thank you, Jana, and welcome. Thank you so much, Caitlin. I am excited to be here. I love collabing and just getting so many people's different ideas and spreading the love is like basically so important to me. So um, my background, um, I'm a registered nurse. I have been working in a float pool for about four years. So floating everywhere. I have worked in the, with COVID patients. Um, so really have been in the thick of it. Um, and then recently I just switched and I'm working in a cardiac ICU. Um, so healthcare is my background. Um, and with speaking in that, I like literally within my first year of being a nurse was like completely burnt out, could not see the life of, you know, the light of day. Yeah. And I kind of had this like feeling like I didn't contribute to the world and I was like I became a nurse because I wanted to help people and Mm -hmm. I was like there and I had no empathy for all of these sick people and I just felt like I didn't matter like I wasn't doing anything important so I really went on this whole journey to find myself and what was important to me Um, and I kind of explored a whole bunch of different things and I ended up falling upon this concept of like life coaching and I was like I had no idea what it was So I really started investigating and I kept hearing it and I was reading all these books and it kept coming up and then I started going into it um, and I was like, I really want to do this thing. Like I was like, I would like to become a burnout recovery coach because I was like, okay, this is so important. So I went, I got trained by the Coactive Training Institute and have since been working as a burnout recovery coach. So most of my clients are healthcare professionals, mostly nurses, and I do like a three-month program to help people manage their minds and really love their jobs and feel valued and like they're really contributing to the world. So that is basically what I do. That is so cool. I love how you said like, you went into nursing for the reason of helping other people. Um, because similarly, like I, I went into teaching, um, because I want to see other people grow. I want to see other people thrive. Um, Mm -hmm. and I know like teaching is where I'm at right now, but I have this like thing on my heart where like, I don't know if I'm going to be here forever, but I know it's going to be in some sort of direction where I just like continue to help people grow into like the people that they're meant to be to the best leaders, best selves. So that's so cool. I love, love everything you're doing. (laughs) Not give up on that pursue that and you can be a teacher and you know something else as well yeah exactly exactly which is why like I started happy healthy girl which is so cool um yeah okay so today we're gonna talk a little bit thank you for introducing yourself about burnout um because that's what you're like you know here for and (laughs) your job you're super cool uh so how would you define burnout because I know like a lot of the times I've heard people be like I'm so burnt out or like but sometimes it's out of context and you're not really sure what it means so I was just curious like as a coach how would you define it okay so basically burnout is a state of um, mental exhaustion and fatigue that's from prolonged stress 
So a lot of people, when they're stressed, they say they're burnt out. And I think the real definition, like like the real distinction from like stress, like if you have a stressful day, you can come home, you can like put your feet up and really start to feel better. That's just stress. When it gets to the point where like, it doesn't matter what you do, you can't get away from this feeling of exhaustion and like just nothingness. Yeah. That's kind of where you're getting into burnout. Like I know like you would go on a week vacation and you come back and you feel just as trained as before you left, you're burnt out. Mm. Like, so that's kind of the distinction. Yeah. Um, a lot of like symptoms that kind of come in with that, um, like is the most emotional exhaustion. Compassion fatigue is kind of a really big thing, especially for healthcare providers in mm-hmm. the burnout field. It's like, you cannot empathize. Like if you're, if you had a patient or you have a friend that comes to you with something that they're struggling with, you have no empathy. You basically have lost all of your reserves to have empathy for them. Um, And I think that's a really a big trigger for a lot of people is kind of when they realize this is a problem is when they like cannot feel for somebody else. Yeah. Um, And then a big one is lack of personal accomplishment. So really, it's not being able to um, feel accomplished yourself and to like really feel proud of what you're doing. So like you really can't experience joy for yourself. Okay. I think that's like what you said, like that lack of empathy, like that's a really key. I I feel because a lot of the jobs that I'm thinking of right now that I like my friends are in that I hear them say like, oh, I'm so burned out. They're in jobs where they are working with other people, like whether it's old age homes or community living or teaching, like, so that's, that's huge. Cool. Um, so now that we know what burnout is, what are some tips that you could give us on how to avoid burnout um, to ensure that we're like taking care of ourselves in our day to day? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing is learning how to manage your own mind. A lot of us do not give ourselves time to uh, love ourselves. And Mm -hmm. then if you can't love yourself, how are you supposed to, you know, provide love for anybody else? And I think that's a lot of people don't know how to deal with their emotions and we end up just pushing them away. And because we're not dealing with our emotions, they kind of like build up and then we like one little thing will just push ups over the cliff. So really taking the time to actually feel your emotions. I know that's like a mind bottling concept for so many people. But like, You're like, what? Um, I have to feel? <laughs> feel your feelings. Oh, I God. know this is, yeah. Um, if you really don't know how to do that, getting a coach is an important thing that can, they can help, you know, have an outside perspective on dealing with that mm-hmm. and show you, uh, guide your path to your feelings. Yeah. Um, another important thing is really just taking the time to take care of yourself. Like, exercise. I know that's a huge thing that people have fallen off the mountain for because of COVID. Do your home workouts. There is so many things on YouTube. Like I do the beach body workouts. Like there's so many programs you can do all at home workouts. You do not need a gym to exercise. Um, Nutrition is so incredibly important. Like eating healthy, getting your superfoods, your right, you know, even probiotics, all of those things like your gut health really affects your mental health. Oh yeah. Um, and giving your body the energy so that you can like handle your day, uh, drinking enough water. Our brains really need water. When you're dehydrated, your brain does not function properly. And then your mood is not great because your brain is dehydrated. Um, I, I do a lot of meditation. I think that is extremely important. And, um, a lot of people don't really know how to meditate and meditation can take on like so many different forms like if you really want to try meditation you can try like an app there's the calm app which is i use or there's headspace Mm -hmm. or you can really just like 
go for a walk and focus on like the birds, the sound of car driving by, just like focus on everything, but all of the clatter in your head. Cause taking your time to get away really does help calm you. And I also find that like when I've been struggling, like if you're sitting there working and you're trying to focus on something and you're like really struggling to figure it out, just spend five minutes meditating. And I find that I almost always come up with like a solution to the problem I've been struggling with when after you meditate like your brain just like clicks into like the right thing yeah yeah that's awesome yeah I had a question off of that so do you find oh gosh I can't remember what you said now um (laughs) oh feeling the feelings um do you find that uh more guys struggle to feel the feelings because I know like even in teaching grade one um I've had instances of talking to boys and this like they'll get hurt and they'll be like but I don't I, I don't cry I don't cry I'm like no you can cry like you're hurt um so I like I know it starts young kind of like boys being like oh we don't cry we're tough and strong so I was just wondering if you see that um, definitely can be it's so much like how kids are raised mm-hmm. like if kids are raised that like men are manly men and we don't cry then yeah. exactly they're gonna think that um but to be successful in life like you really do have to manage your mind like if you're not dealing with like your anxieties and fears and feeling rejected every once in a while you're not going to be successful so yeah. I think that like a lot of people think that they don't need to feel to be you know successful but if you would like to you know be successful and own your life and do what you want you've got to deal with your emotions like it's you just got to yeah no I so agree I've gotten really into walking so like I make sure like once a day I take when I take the dog that you keep seeing walking behind me um I take her on like two to three walks a day and I always make sure that one of them is like technology free like it's just me and the dog um, out in the, wherever we're walking. Um, so I've noticed a big difference with that. Cause I tried the other meditations and I just, I'm not a sit still yeah. type of person. Um, so the walks have definitely helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of like walks and breaks and types of things, how often would you recommend we're taking a break from our work? Cause I know why, right now, one thing that like I've been struggling with is, um, working from home, finding like, okay, when do I stop for lunch or, or like, oh my gosh, it's four o'clock. Like I haven't even stopped today just because there's not that differentiation in space yeah. or no bells going off to tell me it's recess time. Yeah. So actually what I do is, um, I do a concept that I learned from Brooke Castillo, who's a life coach and it's called like Monday hour one. So on Monday I will sit like the first hour of my week. So sometimes this is not on Monday because I'm a shift worker. So yeah. basically what my sets <laughs> done and I do my home, you know, yeah homework this is my monday and i basically sit down and i figure out what i have to do this week okay i have to do like this assignment i have to get like this powerpoint made i have to do this thing so like you can do this for all your work tasks i then figure out how long each of those things is going to take okay so creating that outline is going to take me you know an hour Mm -hmm. i put all of this stuff down on a piece of paper and then i schedule it into my calendar But what I first schedule into my calendar is I schedule in my workout. I schedule in like what I'm going to eat. I schedule in like my walks, like anything that's going to be the stuff that I want to do. The things that I enjoy and like keep me healthy and happy as a human. I schedule those things in first and then I go and I schedule all of those like work tasks that I need to. So those are really like my breaks are like, you know, okay, my workout is, you know, between that block of work and that block of work. And then if I have a large chunk of work, I will separate it out 
and then have like a literally, so I'll work for 50 minutes in the hour and then I'll have a 10 minute where I would like walk around the house and stare at the walls or something yeah. <laughs> just to get your thing away. Yeah. And it's like psychologically staring, like staring at a screen is not good for our brains. Mm-hmm. Our brains are not designed, designed to look at screens all day. So um, like they've actually like shown that. So just like if you're looking at the screen to like stare off at the wall or something for 20 seconds, like adjust your brain and then go back to the screen like that actually like helps your eyes because your eyes sometimes get really tired and like drained and so staring at something that's not a screen don't look at your phone like look at something else look outside see how many birds are flying by (laughs) for you know a few seconds and then come back to your work so I try to do that like throughout the time I'm working yeah but I really have found that doing this like Monday hour one schedule and then um, scheduling everything. And I like literally have a little timer that dings. And once that time comes, I'm moving on. Like, even if I didn't finish that task, I'm going to have to schedule it again. I need to like honor myself and my own time. That's awesome. I love that. I love that you said you need to honor yourself because I've started to set alarms and like my family even makes fun of me. They're like, Oh, another alarm going off, but I don't always honor it. I'm like, Oh, I'm not done yet. So then I keep hitting snooze. So I feel like I've got one part of it down, but I need to keep working on being like, okay, no, my time is done. Like I need to move on to the next. When you're not moving on, when your timer goes off, then you're like, I honestly think you're disrespecting yourself. Like Mm -hmm. you're not honoring your time. Mm -hmm. And then you're really taking away from like the next activities time. So now I have less, especially if it's like, you know, like this is cramping into my like workout time and I love my workout time. And now I'm taking away from that thing that I enjoy. Yeah. So it's really difficult to get used to the schedule system, but I've found that like once you're used to it, like you really have so much more freedom and you will work harder during that scheduled time so that you have the things that you enjoy. That's awesome. So like scheduling actually gives you more freedom to do the things that you enjoy. It does. It so does. I, yes, preach that. Yes. (laughs) I'm trying to get my sister to start scheduling as much as I do. And she's like, Oh, I don't know. Uh, okay. So my next question is, um, burnout, but in terms of quarantine, so I've kind of touched on it here and there. I'm, I am working from home. Um, I know you as a nurse have, have continued working and we just like, thank you for everything you're doing right now and all of your coworkers. Um, but for those of us who are working at home, who had to like make that shift and now we're trying to find like that balance between if you like, if you have kids and you're balancing their schoolwork along with everything else in quarantine, even though we're, there's like, I feel, um, this idea that you're like less busy because you're at home. I don't agree with it. Um, So do you think there's such a thing as like quarantine burnout? Absolutely. 110% people I think are more busy than they were before. Mm -hmm. I think that um, a lot of people were, most people are either already burnt out or on like the verge of burnout at like all times. And then COVID happened and this is like so much added stress and it, you know, people are now at home. They're told all these things They're, you know, you turn on the news and there was all this like fear and stuff. And it, it really adds a lot of extra stress. Like how do I manage at home? Like you have all these new learning curves, like trying to figure out all these things online that would be so easy to do if you were in the office, but now you have to figure out how to do it at home. And then you have like children or pets or all these distractions that really you didn't have before. So absolutely burnout, I think has become such a big issue because people do not know how to time manage. Mm -hmm. People 
before, you know, you went to the office at nine, you did all your work, you had a lunch break at a designated time, and you came home at five and that was it. But now you're at home and people are emailing at 8 p.m. Like they're working on projects in the night. They're like getting up, they're thinking. So there's really no distinction. And I think that the schedule thing really would help with that for a lot of people too, Mm -hmm. is you need to like designate work time and home time. And a lot of people aren't doing that. And they feel so overwhelmed because everything is just getting mixed together and they don't have that clear distinction that they used to have when they went into work. Yeah. So the schedules are so incredibly important. Don't answer your work emails like after your work hours, unless it's an emergency thing. Like just respect yourself and your own time. You're getting paid for an eight hour day. You are going to work an eight hour day. You are going to schedule it and don't work at 8 p.m. And that also really screws up people's like sleep schedules and all this Mm -hmm. stuff because like their home environment is not your work environment. Like get a designated space, do your designated work stuff for a time and then, you know, put that away and like shut off your work computer and go to your home life. Like I think really time management and organizing and designation is so incredibly important now because I think it's not happening for a lot of people and Mm -hmm. that leads to more burnt out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I love that. Thank you for touching on that. Cause I feel, yeah, I was feeling like there was kind of this idea that like, oh, you're at home. So there's not as much going on, but you're like, I totally agree with you. Like there's so much more. And then having those boundaries and maybe you weren't so good at setting those boundaries before, like even after you got home, maybe you were still checking your work email. And like, now that's just emphasized. So I love what you said about like creating a space and like creating those times and, and honoring yourself when it hits that time to stop it. Okay, so to kind of wrap up, first off, thank you for coming on. It's been awesome. I was wondering if you could give us, so like pretending like you're going through a little drive-through, you've got like a 45-second window there to give a tip to someone on how to stay happy and healthy. So like what would you say in that like 45 seconds for them to like really okay. up their game? Oh, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> okay, so uh, 45 seconds. Yeah. Oh, Basically take care of yourself, love yourself, spend the time to actually deal with what you're dealing, you know, take care of your body, eat well, exercise, um, meditate, do all of the things that you know you should do, but you've neglecting yourself. You deserve to be happy. So spend the time and schedule the time so that you will actually create the life for your deep dreams. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, and where can people find you if they want to connect with you personally? So I am on, I have a website, uh, Um, And then my Instagram page is Jana Holterman Wellness. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on and have a You're great welcome. rest of your week. Yeah. Thank you. This was awesome. Cool. Bye everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the Happy Healthy Girl podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or you know someone who might benefit from hearing it, please give it a share on Instagram and make sure to tag me, Caitlin, at happy underscore healthy girl with a U. Until next time, remember to seek daily growth and cultivate true abundance with every action you take. Bye for now.